0: Welcome to another episode of Happy Hour. It's the Boozy Podcast you didn't know you needed. Let's take a shot. Ready? One, two, three. Chug! It's Happy Hour. The Boozy Podcast you didn't know you needed. Can we go party. I promise I won't get fucked up. <laughs> I swear I'm not drunk. I swear. Can I What's up, borrachas y borrachos? Um, it is another episode of the Happy Hour Podcast. This, I feel like every solo fucking episode that I do, <clears throat> I always have to like do it twice. First time, <laughs> the first one I did by myself, I got too drunk to even like understand myself when I was recording. So I had to delete that one and re record. So, second one, It was like midnight when I was recording. You could tell I was falling asleep. I don't even know what the fuck I was talking about. And then here we are again. Take two. Let's see how this goes. So what do I even I I don't even know what we're going to talk about today, actually. So I guess let's kind of bring it back to what's been going on these past what past week or so past week haven't been doing shit actually actually for the last few weeks i really don't do a lot i just kind of work all day and maybe go out but like i'll be back home by midnight or something like cinderella and shit just because i am adulting and i have a real life job now guys i'm always drinking coffee when i'm recording this because i'm never gonna be drinking alone again because it was not a good look for me that one time So, yeah, I haven't been doing anything but working. And so at work, we kind of end up just talking about certain things. I'm kind of getting to know my coworkers a little bit more. And we kind of brought up the discussion of, well, not their ex-boyfriends necessarily. Uh, So if my coworkers' husbands are listening, disregard this. uh, They weren't talking about other men with me. But we do talk about, um, like, my love life just because... Um, I am out of all my friends, I am the single one. I everybody's getting married, everybody's getting having babies, everybody's getting engaged and I am lonely AF. And so we're always like so we're always talking about it. Like they always end up talking to me, giving me like dating advice, you know. And so we my ex-boyfriend came up. Like my first like love. It was like not gonna say his name, but he was my first boyfriend, and he was like literally like I thought he was the love of my life. I know you guys probably think like, oh my god, you were probably really young, which I was. I was about 13, I was like 13 all the way up until 15. I was dating him. But even what? This is 2017, I two, three years ago, three years ago actually, three years ago. I was literally trying to work things out with him because I really thought this was the person I was supposed to be with. Three years ago, guys, three years ago, I was 20. So from 13 all the way until 20, that's about seven years. Now it's about 10 years, okay? So just keep that in mind. It just never worked out. First time when I was 15, he ended up cheating on me, quotation marks, because, you know, he, he just went out with some girl to the movies, but that broke my fucking heart. And we broke up. Fast forward until we were 17. He got cheated on with the same girl, like the same girl he cheated on me with. She, he, she cheated on him. And um, he ended up kind of like not crawling back to me as in like wanting to like rekindle our relationship but more uh, crawling back to me as in like he needed that friendship that we really had during our relationship and I was there for him and so ever since I was 17 he and I became really really good friends we ended up just kind of being like being so friendly that I kind of knew all of his business whether it's dating and it was his sexual business like I knew everything I knew everything that was going on with him And same for him. He knew everything that was going on with me. So but that still never pushed me away from really caring about this dude. So my what sophomore year in college, I am about six hours away from my hometown where he is at at the moment or at that time. He's there and I he and I had made a pact a few years back And we had said, like, well, when I'm 30 and we're both single, like, let's just get married. And we're like, yeah, like, I wouldn't mind dating you. I wouldn't mind having kids with you. That was like our mentality. And so then I remember when my sophomore year, I had a boyfriend. I had just broken up with one. I was on to the next, you know, and I remember texting him because my my roommate brought up a good point. She was like, well, what if you are 30 and he is getting married and you're not and you're kind of left alone? And I was like, holy shit, like, what if that does happen? So I ended up just texting him and I was like, hey, you know what? If I'm 30 and I'm alone, you need to be alone too. (laughs) Like, I remember just telling him that because I was like, holy shit, like, what if I don't marry this guy, right? Whatever. And so uh, he kind of responded with like, what did he say he was like oh no I'm just waiting for you and I was just like wait what when he told me that like I thought he was joking but he never like was kidding about it like he never said like oh I'm just kidding or whatever so then that literally just like fucking opened up the floodgates of like all of the emotions I had kind of like suppressed for him because it was finally there like I had finally like kind of had like a Like a little suggestion of, hey, I might be into you. So my mind just kind of went crazy. And then I remember thinking, like, I got to break up with my boyfriend, like my current boyfriend, because I was like, how the hell am I still in love with this dude after seven years? And I'm still with this other dude. So I end up going home for Christmas break and he comes back for New Year's. Like he he had gone off to go work with his brother and like with another, at another state. So when he comes back, I go and pick him up for New Year's. Like after um, like the big um, the big ball drop. You know, it's finally time fifteen. Let's go out and celebrate. So I went to go pick him up, and we ended up going around like town, just kind of going to different houses. And then we and then we just go back to his house after a few hours. We're sitting in his car, kind of just talking like catching up and he tells me or no no I think I start telling him that I want to break up with my boyfriend and all of this stuff we, we just kind of I just kind of let everything out that I want to break up with him I never told him at this point that I was really into him and so then the, that night I finally like I finally got some balls and was like, "Hey, just want you to know, I'm breaking up with him and it's because of you." And I remember him telling me like, "Don't ever break up with him because of me. I don't want to be the reason why you your relationship didn't last." And I literally was so dramatic and replied like, "It's always going to be you. Um you're going to always going to be the reason why my relationships don't work because I'm like, I like you so much. I'm super dramatic. When I am like a heart. Okay, well, when it came to him, I was a hardcore, like romantic. Like I was that girl that just wanted to be cuddled. I was the girl that wanted to hang out with him all the time. Like I was like in Palagosa, you know? Like I was just there. And now that's not who I am. Not like every other every other guy that I do talk to now wants that from me but I can't give it up because the last time I fucking did it it just like blew up right back in my face so that's how I was with him and I remember so I told him like oh it's like it's always going to be you and he was like I'm not going to be the reason why and then the conversation just kind of like died out right and we didn't talk about it for the rest of that night fast forward to the next day around the next like the next night it's like maybe like 1am 2am and we're talking and then he like kind of like randomly asks me like well what if you end up going back to school because this is still Christmas break it's like, what happens if you go back to school and you get back with your boyfriend and I kind of reply like well if I get back with him what else is like what am I going to do like maybe I just want to be with him you know because obviously the night before he had already kind of suggest suggested that he wasn't into me so I was like okay So I was like, well, if I want to be with my current boyfriend, um, why wouldn't I be with him? So he was just like, that's not what's supposed to happen. And I was like, well, what's supposed to happen? And he kind of goes into like, you're, oh, no, no, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, Wait, wait, wait. wait." So when I asked him what's supposed to happen, he was just like, well, you're supposed to be with me. And I was like, what are you talking about? And then he's like, uh, again, we're super dramatic. And he's like, you know what? I'm just going to go see you it's 2 a.m. again remind you it's 2 a.m. he's like I'm gonna have to go see you I'm already on my way to go go see you so be ready it's, so I was like okay what the heck and it's super cold outside so I throw on my little letterman that I had from high school I have like some sweat and then I, when he's here I go out into his car and we end up talking and I'm kind of like what do you mean what do you want to talk about like what what, what is there to talk about like you kind of suggested that you weren't into me what's the problem here so he goes on to say like you were perfect you always push me like I really like you we're really good friends all of this stuff and he's like basically telling me I want to work this out I want you to go back to school we're talking through the whole time that you're back at school next semester which is like the next fall right because one semester would end and then the next fall whatever he's like you come back here and we will work things out and I was like In my head, I was like on cloud nine. I was like, oh my God, the love of my life is finally back here. We're finally gonna work this out. I'm a big believer in like what's yours is yours no matter how hard it is to kind of go, um, how hard it is to get it, you know what I mean? Like, I believed this was like my second chance at like to finally be together. We were finally gonna fix it. We were older. We were already like it was just it like this was it to me like it was everything i kind of had wanted like i always wanted to be with him and it just kind of fell apart because maybe 2 3 months in we ended up just not working out and i remember i remember being so hurt that it didn't work out but i remember being like it's okay it like he's mine doesn't matter he's just not ready now but give him a while I'll I'll give him a bit and he'll like change his mind I remember that was like when we ended up when we stopped talking it was maybe about I want to say maybe like uh, February like early February and um, I remember it was already summer right the summer like the whole semester had already passed by it was summer I was home and I was with my friend and I think we were talking about him and I was like it's okay like I'm supposed to marry him like he he's the one that I'm supposed to be with like he doesn't have a girlfriend anyways and then my friend literally just looks at me and she's like well Carla, um he does have a girlfriend and I'm just like what I remember just like being in her car I think we were going to Walmart my eyes were like tearing up and I was like what do you mean and she's like yeah he has a girlfriend I don't know how long he's been with her but he's with her and he's always posting pictures of her and i just like broke like my heart broke like my whole like like my whole life kind of just like changed because like even though he didn't do this to me like intentionally like it wasn't out there to hurt me it hurt just as bad as it did when he cheated on me when i was 15 because i loved this dude and so the reason this came up in my off in my like office job, basically with my coworkers, was because I'm constantly talking to them about the podcast, right? And so in the podcast, I love bringing on people who have really different, like have different points of view, right? And I really wanted to bring him on. And so I kind of started thinking and I was like, wouldn't it be super cool to bring him on here? Like we could talk, but bringing him into my life is literally never a good idea because He is like my kryptonite. He is my weakness. Like, I don't know. Do people even have like those like ones that got away? He's always like my one that got away. Because um, I really, really did think he was perfect. I really wanted to accept him in every single way that he was. And so I remember telling them, like, oh yeah. And I remember showing them his Facebook profile. Look, guys, this was like three days ago, okay? I wanted to, I showed them his Facebook profile and I remember just like my eyes tearing up because I hadn't like seen his face in such a long time and I remember my eyes just tearing up and then I was like oh my god I can bring him I can't bring him onto the podcast because I'm going to like hurt myself like I'm doing this to myself and so then we kind of started talking about like how like like they're like well obviously you're still hung up on this guy obviously right no matter how many guys i date no matter how many guys i hook up with this is like my one right and so they kind of started asking me like well do you have anything of his like do you still have things of his guys i mean i'm just gonna come clean i had shit from him (laughs) that sounds weird i had gifts that he had given me since middle school guys I had these, like, little candles that he gave me when it was, like, his first gift to me. And then the second thing was, like, this little fucking, like, what? I don't even know what it was. Like, a fucking, like, paperclip holder? I don't know. But it had, like, our favorite colors and our initials and shit. And I remember just, like, thinking, like, like, when they asked me, like, do you have anything? I was like, yeah, well, like, it's not like I, like, meant to keep it. It just kind of happened because, like, in high school, I ended up putting everything in a box. And I just put it away. And it's been up there since high school. And so... I never thought to take it out. And so they were like, that's the first thing you need to do. Like, for you to get over him, you really do need to, like, take everything out. And so I was like, okay. So that day, I went through my boxes. I found my two little gifts that I had from him. I think he had given me a bracelet, but I think I threw that one away already. He had given me these two little gifts. And I remember just holding these little candles. They're in, like, these very thin, like, wooden box, And I was just, like, crushing it. Like, I just... I was literally just like looking at it and kind of thinking what everything and I couldn't stop myself from crushing it. And I broke the fucking wooden thing. I don't know how crazy that sounds, right? But that's literally what happened. And so I was like, holy crap. Like I am too involved in this for me to even consider him being like coming back into my life, even if it's just for a fucking hour for the podcast. Cause like, that will literally crush me. So I, I kind of needed to get that out there because it makes me realize it kind of gets you to think like when you fall in love with someone for the first time, I mean, your first love. I mean, I, I as much as I did love this person, I know that things happen. You know, you are always going to love the, that person that you first fell in love with. He's always going to have something for me. Like I'm always going to have something for him. And so it just kind of got me thinking, like, damn, like, do people go through this all the time? Like, heartbreaks are fucking difficult. Like, they're so they're so hard. And so that was like one of the things. And then so I always think, like, I never had sex with him. Right. I did not after those. We had so many years. I, I was like 13, 14 and 15. Right. So well, I started dating him when I was 13 and we ended up breaking up when I was 15 so about two years together we didn't have sex then and then high school when we were just friends we didn't like hook up like we we didn't have sex we, we did not make out like it wasn't anything we we tried to stay very like neutral with each other and then I remember when we were already in college when we and we started talking I remember making out with him and kind of like we were like, we would grope each other. We would basically like touch each other. But we never had sex. And it kind of makes me, it kind of like puts you like, ugh. it kind of makes me wonder, like, can you be so attached to someone when you've never had them physically? Like, I never had sex with this guy, but I was so, I am so involved in, In this, like, I want him so much. So I wonder, like, is that for everybody? Like, can you just want someone for their mental state? Like, well, maybe that's kind of what it's like, right? When you're, um, when you're like, like, when you're like saving yourself until marriage, or you're just kind of celibate for your own personal reasons, you have to care for someone for who they are, rather than their physical, like, the 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 physical stuff, rather than like the sex and everything do you think that that's what makes the bond a little bit more like tighter basically it kind of it always made me think because this was the person that I was like like can't even like explain to you all like like how much it like how much love I had for this person and I just don't understand how like I've I've been physical with other people and how come those people didn't bring like how come I didn't want those people the same when they've literally been so intimate with me you know it just just makes you wonder like how can you care for someone so much when you've never had them physically and you don't know what they could possibly provide for you I I don't know so am I crazy for keeping that shit for (laughs) what like 10 years I don't know so, I, I kind of want to hear y'all's, like, let me know what you guys, like, what your, like, love stories are. You guys can always, um, email me at contact at lipstickandvodka.com. No, you guys can always email me or comment and everything and just, like, kind of put your two cents in. I know sometimes these are my personal stories or they're other people's stories, but you can always put your two cents. I know you guys have some feedback I even get personal DMs. I get personal um, text messages just kind of like letting me know, hey, I'm listening to the podcast and this is what I think. So I feel like once I broke up with this guy, it, I kind of just like not went downhill, but it just it just wasn't what I expected my dating life to be. I, I never expected to be where I am. But I don't regret where, like, how it happened. So, vamos hablar de... Let's talk about how the podcast even came about, right? Because I feel like a lot of the things that I talk about, a lot of the things that I am... I, like, a lot of the reason... A lot of who I am has to do with what I've been through. And I know that is everybody's case because you are who you are for what you've gone through. Like, that is that is everybody's case. Like, you can't be who you are without going through whatever you did, right? And so that was, like, him doing all of that, all of that happening was kind of like a, just, that hit me the hardest. Let's just get through that. Like, that hit me the hardest emotionally. It broke me as a person. The second boyfriend that I was had rebuilt me basically but not in the best way so my second boyfriend um, my second boyfriend I ended up dating him when I was about 16 and I've talked about him before I've talked about how crazy he was how manipulative how obsessive he was it was just it was a very intense um, <clears throat> like relationship and he he And because I was already broken from boyfriend number one, boyfriend number two could have or did easily manipulate me into being somebody that I wasn't meant to be. So when I was with boyfriend number one, I was so happy. I was just I was just like constantly just wanting to love him. And then boyfriend number two, I kind of started out that way. And it was just constant like pushback and pushback because It was more of, um, yeah, I love you, but um, I like this girl or I love you, but these other girls that I used to be with, um, they were thinner or they had bigger boobs or they had sex with me because I was still a virgin at that time. And so I was just it was just constant, like negative feedback from him. But I was like, I was so broken that literally any attention from a guy just kind of helped my self esteem. So me dating this guy that I thought was totally out of my league was of course, no matter what he did, wasn't gonna push me away because my self esteem at that time, my self esteem at that time was at a at a high for that moment, right? So It didn't matter how much he put me down. It didn't matter how much shit he made me go through because I was still my self-esteem was still higher than it was before after the after boyfriend number two. So I was with this boy for about three years and I even like boyfriend number one knew about him. Remember how I had that little time where we were friends? Boyfriend number one knew about him and he always told me that you're not supposed to be with him. You're not supposed to be with him. Find someone else. You deserve better and all this stuff. And so I never listened to anybody. And I went off to college to go and be with him. And boyfriend number two was very possessive, very controlling. He was like, you can't wear shorts to class. You can't wear shorts out of your um, dorm room. Don't even think about leaving your dorm room without my permission. You know, he would constantly tell me, like, you're so stupid or that, like, what you're saying is dumb. Or who do you, like, who do you think you're talking to? Stuff like that. And I even remember when we broke up. He one okay, so he broke up with me for the stupidest reason, as far as like he didn't like what he saw on social media with me talking to my guy friends. And so I remember he broke up with me, and a few weeks later, he ends up calling me and he's like, Hey, what are you doing? You know, and I think I was out at the time, I was like out with my cousin at like her house or whatever. And he's like, Well, go back home, and I was like, What do you mean, go back home? and he's like, Go back, like, go back to your dorm room we'll talk there and I was like no what is your problem this was like right at the start of like bad bitch Carla (laughs) no it was like the start of me realizing that I wasn't I didn't deserve to be treated the way I was being treated so I was like no what do you mean you want me to go back to my dorm room like I literally just got here and he's like well go like if you if you want to be back with me if you want to get back with me then you are going to leave right now and I remember at the time and I was like no dude and he's like Carla this is your last chance remember do the what did he say he was like remember you're not gonna find anybody better than me so this is your last chance he literally told me that over the phone and I was like no like no and I hung up on him or no he hung up on me really pissed off that I wasn't that I wasn't taking his like deal because we would constantly break up and we would get back together because my dumb ass would fucking cry because I I felt that sounded like I was about to cry I would constantly cry because I needed that reassurance that there was someone there for me and for some reason I don't know after that one breakup I was just like no like I can't be here and I remember he was telling me like I cheated on you all three four years that we were together and like you're so stupid and all this stuff so I just kind of like even the grew like my hatred for him. And so then long story short, we ended up just like not getting back together. And I mean, even I think the last time I spoke to him was like a year ago, 2016 in October, though. So it's exactly like a year ago. So that was the last time I spoke to him. And even then he was like, I want to get back with you. I want to you are perfect. But uh, there was just so much going on. And so from that, dude, I learned how to shut myself out and how to like stop dealing with constant bullshit that I don't approve of. So a lot of the reasons why my dating like me dating is the way it is, is because I had to go through so much and that I don't let myself I don't let anything slide anymore. I remember the boyfriend after him. He literally kind of just like grabbed my face like slightly, but in like a like a joking way. But he grabbed my face and I remember just like pushing his hand and I was like, don't ever fucking touch me. Like, don't ever do that to me. Like, you are no one. And he was like, what is happening? And it was because boyfriend number two would constantly tell me like, oh, you're stupid or like that's dumb. And he would like get his like two fingers, like his index finger and his like middle finger and just like tap my face whenever he didn't approve. You know, kind of like telling me, like, shut up, like, don't do that. And I didn't realize how ugly and how bad it was until I got out of that situation. I was like, nobody fucking touch me, like not without my fucking approval. So there's that. Um, I was my like opinions were suppressed for so long because my because boyfriend number two was like, No, I make the decisions. That's a stupid opinion. Uh, That's not what you think. This is this is how you should think. So now I am so open about everything. Like I will not hide anything because my my voice was shut off for so long. So now, and that's kind of the reason behind the podcast. You know, I got out of that relationship, and I just needed like a like an outlet. Like I needed. I needed to get my voice out and so sometimes I might be a little vulgar sometimes I might be a little crazy and sometimes I might say things that I like you're just like what the fuck like why is she saying that but it's because I never got to speak my mind for about three four years and now I can and no one's gonna stop me and so sometimes it is very intimidating when when you're dating you know like and I just don't understand why men get intimidated by women who are very opinionated because I get it like I, I get it like you're you don't want to be like demasculated emasculated demasculated emasculated I'm gonna look this up it is emasculated anyways so like like no man wants to go through that obviously right so I get that men don't want to be emasculated and all that stuff but why would you want someone that won't be able to like think for themselves because if you're anything like boyfriend number 2 you literally don't want anybody to think like you don't want her to think because he would make every single opinion he wouldn't necessarily like if we were going out to eat he wouldn't necessarily ask me what I wanted he's like do you want this one or this one so i was like okay cool i got some options or I remember I cut my hair and he was like, ew, I don't want you like that. Why would you cut your hair? I We were already in a relationship for a year and a half and he was grossed out by the fact that I cut my hair. I get it. Everybody has their preferences. But if you care about someone, their physical appearance shouldn't be that big of a deal and neither should you ever. Before the person that you love or you're attracted to, you shouldn't ever go, ew, why would you do that? Like, yeah, I get it. You have preferences. You like your things a certain way, but that doesn't mean react that way I don't know so I can't uh, I feel like this might be shorter than I imagined uh, if you guys are gonna ask me because I've literally I've only had three boyfriends if you're gonna ask me about boyfriend number two about boyfriend number three I mean I kind of just kind of count him as like a what's the word like a I'm like a filler (laughs) that sounds so so bad but I kind of count him as a filler because when I broke up with boyfriend number two I was if you still think about I was very vulnerable because although I was like yeah I'm like getting out of this little hole of like fucking despair and like ugly shit like I was getting out but I still needed someone to basically teach me how to be who I was right so yeah you know what like maybe he wasn't a filler he was kind of like a like a teacher kind of He kind of taught me like my value. He really he wasn't a bad boyfriend, although he had his flaws. I really learned who I was as far as like myself because I could I started like working, I started um I started paying for my own things, I started feeling beautiful, I started wearing whatever I wanted, started talking to people who I like whoever I wanted And I kind of... He was kind of like my crutch. Like, I needed him to kind of push myself up so I could kind of be this beautiful little blossom flower that I am today. So thanks, boyfriend number three. Uh, But no. And I don't mean it in a bad way that he was a crutch because I feel like everybody kind of needs that in their life. Like, you kind of need to meet different people to kind of learn who you are. And so that is boyfriend number three I'm literally not even going to talk about him so that is what's going on I don't even know what to talk about or like what kind of um I, I I don't know I feel like I'm constantly talking about my personal life and I I don't I feel weird sometimes but if you guys want to keep hearing this I mean by all means like just let me know I got tons of stories I can tell you like little stories about each boyfriend I can tell you stories about whatever um let me see I have some notes here not marrying the love of my life what does it feel like hmm sometimes I feel like maybe I shouldn't put this on like the radio or not the radio like on like the internet because boyfriend number one might hear it you know but what does it feel like to not be married to the love of your life? Basically, boyfriend number one was was the one for me at this point. I feel like obviously he wasn't the one because if he was, we would be together. Right. But how do you even know who the one is? I oh, I think we I talked about this in the first um, one of the first few episodes. And I feel like a lot of people here in the valley kind of end up settling for their like with their partner like and not even like settling like oh we're gonna settle down no like settling as in like well this is as good as it might get you know and I know that sounds super ugly but it's because the valley is such a small it's kind of like a like a small like kind of put the fish tank it's like a fish tank right inside of the ocean but nobody like like it doesn't move or anything, and you and a lot of the little fishes in this fish tank don't go anywhere either, and so you're kind of bubbled in, and a lot of the people end up marrying people that they knew since middle school and stuff and it, as sweet as that sounds, how can you, how can you devote your the rest of your life to one person, when you don't even know, a majority or at all the other like the like the other worlds that are out there and it always makes me think because like yeah i could have been like crushed and been like done you know that was the person that i was supposed to be but maybe i could have married him but then would i would i be shutting myself out to all of these experiences that i'm currently going through and um i i don't know i, I feel like a lot of people do settle because like they kind of, also our culture is very like you got to get married soon. Um you got to have kids soon. And that's what a lot especially a lot of women start to think like, well, I'm already this age, like I should be married. Like a lot of people try and push onto me like you're you're 23, you don't have kids, you don't have a boyfriend, you aren't married, like what are you going to do with your life? Like what what is it? And I don't think me being 23 and me being single is should be a problem because i'm 23 i've only lived 23 years of my life and more than half of those i couldn't do anything like i was still in school i couldn't even drink i could barely even like leave my house without my parents permission so how do you expect me to make decisions that i am going to get married and have these kids when i couldn't barely make this like Five years ago was ba- barely when I started making decisions, and I put that in quotation marks because I'm Mexican, and really, when do I ever make my own decisions if my mom doesn't make them for me? Because that's our culture. Like, you know that saying like, pues, um, "Doesn't matter how, like how old you are, like no te vas a mandar solo, like crees que te mandas? Like, You will never not have your family's opinion in your life, like in in the Hispanic culture, like every like everybody else's opinion in your life no nah, every yeah on your life yeah everybody's opinion on your life sh- does matter even though i'm like no, oh, nobody else, nobody's opinion doesn't matter yeah it does when you're latina when you're um latinx like you know when you are it doesn't matter if you're male or female like your parents your sisters your brothers your deals your grandparents like all of their opinions matter especially when it comes to like dating and stuff or wait what not dating when it comes to what things you are doing outside of the house so i'm still 23 and i can't even make my own decisions half the time so and y'all want me to make a decision to marry someone at this age and and then grow someone inside of me and keep them alive for 18 years that's that's bullshit like really kids by the way I always think having kids is like kind of scary, because like we always talk about it at at work. I feel like we're always talking a lot at work, but at work we were talking about like I mean these women that I work with they they're they're already moms they're already they already have their kids they they have their husbands you know they're all like they're a little bit older than I am not so much though so we kind of do connect and so they're they're talking about how what they're like what it was like being pregnant and what it was like giving birth and I was just like why would you do that to yourself I mean and they kind of like tell me like well like it doesn't kind of it doesn't hit you that it's gonna be painful until you are already having the baby like during the nine months you're like oh my god I'm like carrying I'm like creating this life I'm carrying this this little blessing and then when you're having the baby you're like holy shit like my vagina about to rip apart but there's nothing you can do at this point because you already committed nine months of your life you know and then they're kind of like well especially when you already have the baby it's kind of like worth it because like that person has your blood and it has your eyes and it has this and that, and that. but i'm just like about my vagina like uh like what if okay what if, what if one i poop on it what if i poop on this baby what if I if I have it vaginally right what if I poop on him like that's a story to tell yay but what if my fucking like vagina splits open and like my asshole and vagina are one now like that's that baby's fault like so it gets me like kind of nervous to think like what how is this baby going to like change like alter my body and then how <clears throat> how am I okay? So I don't even have to okay. So it gets me really nervous because I do have my nieces and nephew, and they are they're kind of a little wild. Like they're, they're some um the oldest the oldest niece that I have is what eleven, and then the youngest. At, well, I'm my my, sister, my sisters are having uh, little boys, so those are the youngest at this point, right? But I kind of look at my, like, three-year-old niece and nephew. They're twins, and they're very canijos. Like, they're very, they're very, trouble. like, they're, they're troublemakers. And they get into shit. They do shit that I kind of think, like, holy crap, like, you could just break your neck and die right now. Or, you know, like, if I don't watch you, you might just run into the street. And it just, it gets me so nervous to think, like, right now... My, my sister has her husband she has us to go over and so we can always constantly be watching them right like she has kind of like a little army of like baby watchers basically but me especially now and I've always kind of thought like maybe I won't maybe I'll just like be like a single mom I'll kind of like get artificially inseminated you know if I want a baby like that's like a big if okay if i want a baby i'll get artificially inseminated i'll be a boss-ass bitch by then i'll have money i can do it all on my own but like if i can do it on my own have it physically what if i can't do it on my own as far as like keeping it alive like what if it runs out the door one day and i don't even notice like while i'm cooking at lunch or something or like and then you don't even have to keep like like okay so and then when they're newborns like what if they roll over and they're like suffocating and you don't know like these are real like these are like major concerns for me and that's only about three years into their lives so far what about when they're driving or like I have to do this for 18 years how am I supposed to do that for 18 years huh if I can barely like I'm already dying before I've even had a baby before I've even considered having it like how am I supposed to do it for 18 years hmm I don't know, my like my coworkers think I'm stupid, I'm well, not stupid. whoa, that y'all better not think that. Um, my coworkers probably think I'm like silly to think and overthink all of these things, but these are legit concerns like that these are things that can actually happen. So babies are kind of like a like a red zone for me because it's like don't get in there. like do not do it. And I don't even know how I started talking about babies. But those things are scary. Those babies are scary. I'm really excited for other people to have babies. I love when other people have babies. I love holding babies, but I also like to return them. Like, I like ret- I like being able to kind of have them and then give them back. You know, because I like to. I'm I- also at this point. I'm very selfish. I'm very selfish on who I am. Like, what I like. Like, I like that I can get out of work at one and. Take a nap all the way until six or seven p.m., and then nothing's happened. Like no, nobody's worried about me. Nobody's uh, people better be worried about me if I haven't like been out in my room for like six hours. Like y'all better come and check on me. Something happened. But like nobody's like, oh my god, constantly like Carla, Carla, like hello, like why aren't you answering me? Why aren't you doing this? And as with a, a baby, I couldn't be asleep for six hours by myself. They would be like, mom, 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 why aren't you here? I'm hungry. I have poop or something. Like. And so I'm very selfish to the point where I I like the way my life is right now. I like that I can sleep whenever I want. I can leave whenever I want. I can do whatever I want. And so being selfish is good. And I think being 23 and being selfish is perfect because look at my life. I'm just kidding. I don't know. Um, I guess my rant is kind of over just because I don't really know what else to talk to you guys about. I thought talking about my ex-boyfriends would be a good way to kind of bring up that subject of dating because I feel like a lot of us are dating or we're kind of in the we're not in a relationship relationship kind of thing. I kind of just got out of one where it's like we're dating but we're not really dating. And like breakups are inevitable. Like you are going to be breaking up with people throughout your life. Fingers crossed you don't, right? Some people don't. Some people like end up marrying their their first boyfriend you know but that wasn't the case for me yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> oh my god this is so like pathetic right like I'm so sad that I did do. doesn't matter boyfriend number one if you're out there come back no I'm just joking <laughs> um but where was I going with this this is a shitty way to close out this podcast Ugh, I don't even know anymore guys to be honest well I'm gonna leave it here if you guys want to know more about these like boyfriends of mine or you guys want to keep hearing about my dating stuff because that's I feel like that's more interesting and less heartbreaking than my boyfriend situation but yeah let me know and um I will be talking to you guys next week so also don't forget to follow me on Instagram, Facebook Twitter, you can look up Lipstick & Vodka except for Twitter. Twitter my my username is like K-L-E-A-L with two underscores right after so you can find me on Twitter you guys can DM me if you want to email me for any reason, you know, advice um, tell me your story, um, you can my email is contact C-O-N-T-A-C-T at Lipstick dot com so you guys can... me up there that's literally it so i will catch y'all up next week bye